You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge. Once again, Shannon, it's been interesting because the emails continue to flood in to sexymarriageradio.com. And specifically, Isn't it's it pe- exciting? I love it. And specifically, it's people that are sending something to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com, which if you're just new to the show, feel free to join in to the flood of emails that we get because we constantly are getting questions, comments, thoughts, even sometimes some criticisms. But, and we do read them all. Yes, we right? do. And and they also are fuel for future shows. Mm-hmm. And some of them are will take a little more offline and answer because those are a little more personal. But most of them just kind of go in the queue and they all kind of form together to create what, what future Sexy Marriage Radio shows will be. And, and I love hearing and getting access to behind closed doors in people's lives. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing that, that we get a chance to speak into an area that not a lot of people are speaking into, which is the reason for Sexy Marriage Radio, isn't it? That, that we're trying to help enhance what goes on in your bedroom because we really believe that married sex is the absolute best sex happening, and we want that to be lifelong for people. Yeah, and, and we take this responsibility so so seriously, um, and and we love that you guys trust our advice, and we appreciate the kudos, but we also appreciate you know the honest critiques and criticisms, and mm-hmm. again, that just helps us shape our view of of what our audience needs, and we literally create files and keep tons of emails that say future fodder, future fodder, yes. and so please let us know what you haven't heard yet. What have you been eager to hear us talk about? We would love to talk about it. Absolutely, and. If you have something else that you want to say and want to spread it to a larger audience, you can go to iTunes and give us any kind of review and comments there because that helps us climb the charts in the sexuality category, which is just littered with junk most of the time. <laughs> There's lots of shows that are just kind of all across the board there. and But we love hearing and having the message spread far and wide about Sexy Marriage Radio. And we also want to take some time to speak into... Some areas that, I don't know, we, ha- we haven't really talked a whole lot about, how, how would you call it, uh, sexual marital aids, if you will. That, that kind of even sounds bad right there. But <laughs> <laughs> when you think Let's about it that them way. what they are, Corey. All right. <laughs> They're sex toys. They're sex exactly. toys. That's it. Thank you. That's, let's just cut straight to the point. But that's something we don't talk a lot about. Of. I, mean, I, I know my circle of friends. Yeah, you don't you don't hear much going on about that as far as, hey, you know what I just found. So today's show, Shannon, Shannon, why don't you take the lead and introduce who we've got with us because this is a, this is a pretty cool show we got planned for today. Yeah, well, several years ago, my husband and I were giving a marriage conference up in Colorado, and on the front row there was this cute little couple that were just snuggled up next to each other the whole time. And they were just so affectionate. And, and, you know, some of the other couples in the room, they almost had their backs toward each other, practically, you know, giving each other the cold shoulder. But this couple was just so, uh, you know, intimate with one another. And um, so after this conference was over, the couple comes up to us with this huge basket and big grins on their faces. And they say, we just want to thank you. And, and here's a little something from us, but don't open it in public. 
And so, of course, our curiosity was totally peaked. We were running back to the hotel room, opened it up, and we were like, oh, it was a basket full of sex toys. And we were delighted. Yeah, I don't know how other people would feel about, about such a gift, but we were delighted. And I thought, now, why in the world would they feel the freedom to do such a thing? But inside was a business card that said covenantspice.com. And so, of course, I connected with Lael Harrison, who was the woman who gave me this gift basket and learned that this was actually her business. This is what she does. And I thought, no wonder they were sitting on the front row of my conference, all smiles and giggles and <laughs> making goo-goo eyes at each other. I thought that they were newlyweds. But Lael, how many years had y'all been married at that point? Let's see. Well, we've been married 15 years now. So, um, so it was a good 10 years. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a welcome to the show, Lael, uh, owner of CovenantSpice.com. I thought it would be a, a great opportunity for our listeners to just get to know you a little bit and learn about your passion and your purpose and why you do what you do. Okay, well, um, I started Covenant Spice about eight years ago now, and um, it had its beginning. I was at a play group, and all of us ladies went to a, a home party that was selling these similar um, items. And we had so much fun. We've got stuff for our marriages and everything. But we felt really um, uncomfortable with a lot of the products that had the way they were packaged, the images that were everywhere. And that night I told my husband, you know, I wish somebody would set up a, a store or something similar for Christian couples. And he said, well, why couldn't that be you? And I did. So that was how I, I got the I, the idea for it. And um, the way it personally relates to me is I grew up in a really conservative family where we didn't really talk about sex much. And sex was for the wedding night period. And pretty much you were supposed to lock your heart up until that point. And my personal experience was is when I my husband and I got married, I had a really difficult time turning the on switch on. I just could not... Mm -hmm. um, Things just didn't work like they were supposed to. And, and there's I've, a lot of women out there hearing that and nodding their head up and down really furiously. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. There, there's, there isn't a switch. We, we, we were never totally successful at keeping that switch off when we were single. And we're not always successful turning it on when we're married. Exactly. So my husband had, um, he has quite a different background than me. So he had gone and purchased a couple that he thought might help me and I was really offended that he would go into a store that I considered you know so inappropriate and not a great place for Christians to be mm -hmm. and um so I threw him in the garbage <laughs> and then um eventually I I did uh see my way clear to try a couple of them and you know it just brought new life to our uh intimate life it to just say very bluntly, you know, sex isn't fun if you're not getting anything out of it. I mean, you know, <laughs> if you're the one that's just being there for your husband, but you're, you're not experiencing any pleasure from it, it's really hard to be an um, exciting partner to be with or to look forward to that. So it right. really it revolutionized. Yeah. I remember getting an email just this past week from a guy who was, you know, just bemoaning the fact that his wife was just so disinterested, disinterested sexually. And he was just you know, getting really frustrated after all these years. And he mentioned at the bottom of the email that she had never experienced an orgasm. And I thought, well, you know, there's the problem right there. If she doesn't know what her body is capable of doing and she's never experienced that kind of pleasure, 
then of course she's going to feel put upon. She's not going to feel like she's getting anything out of it. And so I thought, you know, this upcoming show is for you guys. Hopefully his <laughs> wife will be listening to the show. Yeah. And it, it did. It totally revolutionized our love life. Um, I found that I, you know, this is so intimate information, but I learned how to have an orgasm with sex toys. And now I don't have to, but I believe that there's so many women with that extra um, stimulation and everything that their bodies can re respond to that. And then it's like riding a bicycle. Once they learn yes. to do it, they can do it. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And then a lot of this, the stuff we offer was just, um, things to focus on fun and relationship and intimacy. So it's not all sex toys, but also just things for couples to ask questions that might be embarrassing just to come up with or so much easier if they're in a game or if they're in, you know, they're just uh, fun ways to get conversations going and um, to kind of spice things up and add some variety and novelty and interest. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And now tell us, so what would people expect to see if they go to covenantspice.com? Cause I know that right now people are going, Ooh, should we go there or not? What, how do you want to put their minds at ease about what they're going to see and what they're not going to see on that website? Well, our personal thing is that if my husband can't have it as a screensaver, it won't be on our website. So I'm <laughs> and you kids in the home, right? <laughs> and I have five children. Yes. So um, we only have classy upscale products and packaging. There is no, it's not that we just don't have porn or undress models. We have no models on our site or on our packaging. So everything is, if you go to the front page, completely uh, discreet. I wouldn't go there from work, but um, if yeah. you're at home, it's completely discreet. Grab your husband or wife and, um, You'll feel very comfortable browsing. It's um, there's good information, and there's not anything there that's going to make you uncomfortable. Or and, and so nothing that women are going to look at and go, "Oh wow, I don't look anything like that." I no. guess I don't deserve to be a sexually confident woman. And yeah, th they kind of slither away with their self-esteem in the gutter. They're not going to feel that. No, in fact, the whole point is to make your spouse a star of um, the relationship. So I love yeah. that. That's great. <laughs> that's a great way to think of it. Because because that's what we're talking about, isn't it, Leo? That yes, that it's it's enhancing the relationship between you. It's not just about yourself. Exactly. In fact, all the products we carry are aimed at um, couples. We don't, you know, they're, they're all aimed things that you can use together to draw closer together. Whether that's during sex or during romantic time or dates, it's all aimed at um, getting closer to each other and knowing each other better. That's good. I think that's awesome. But I know that there's probably been a lot of confusion and bewilderment in some people's minds when they learn that this is what you do. So talk to <laughs> us, talk to us about how the road has been for you since starting this. How many years ago did you say? About eight years ago now. Okay. And so what, what was it like at first and what is it like now? And, and, and do people kind of look at you odd going, yeah, she's the sex toy lady. I was very naive when I first started this about what people's reactions would be. And I pretty much just told everybody so excitedly what I would do. And I got some, yes, very shocking. Um, <laughs> yes, people responded in very, <laughs> in very shocking ways. My, especially my pastor and um, different people who had um, interesting opinions about it. I've gotten a little more discreet since then, but you know, overall, um, people respond really positively. And I believe that it's because it's such a need. If you're in a committed married relationship, 
you're committed to being that that one person forever and fulfilling each other's needs they so often that can get um just fall into a routine or get boring or you know they're just a rut sure exactly and so most people are well truthfully a lot of people laugh and be really embarrassed and then email me later i mean they'll act like it's shocking but then they'll email me uh later and i'll get an email like oh my gosh actually can i order something what do you recommend <laughs> yeah it's like, I, have... I totally fast you in that yes preschoolers meeting can i go ahead and get a vibrator <laughs> that's exactly you wouldn't believe how many pastors and missionaries and i um people who order from me um and under the radar <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yeah, so not all pastors have responded this way, obviously. There are some spiritual leaders out there who are quite supportive of what you do. Am I correct? Oh, a lot of them are my customers, yes. Right. And um, I remember um, I encountered you just as I was writing uh, the Sexually Confident Wife book, and we were creating a whole separate website, and I actually approached my publisher and said, look, I really think that women deserve, and men too, deserve the freedom that if they need a product like this, or if they just want a product like this, that they should have access to them without the pornography, and without the icky, guilty feelings and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I was actually thinking of doing it myself. And my publisher said, Shannon, you do not want to give people the silver bullet with which to shoot you. Yeah. And so, so it gave me pause. I thought, okay, well, I, I, I won't do it myself. And then, boom, I encountered you. And so we made Covenant Spice one of the sponsors on our Sexually Confident Wife website. We just referred traffic directly through to her. And Lael, this is what I love about referring business to you is uh and other people have said this to me as well that your return policy is quite interesting yes uh, <laughs> that if anyone ever has an issue with a defective product you do not want them to send their defective product back to you you will just send them a new one no questions asked no need for returning the merchandise <laughs> i think that that's probably very wise on your part yeah, that's not common policy at most of the sites. And I'm like, who would want to get back a used damage uh, <laughs> item? Right. <laughs> I'll just take your word for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. And so you had told us before we started the show about how you strategically found a group, uh, a church to connect with that, that you kind of tested the waters first. Tell us about that. Well, we moved to Colorado about six years ago now and we visited around found three churches we thought we could be at home at and uh sent letters to the pastors telling them what our uh what we consider a ministry what we do and that we wouldn't be trying to get customers at church but if it came up would they be able to support us and you know all three of them wrote us very welcoming letters telling us they would love to have us as part of their congregation I think that that's awesome. So it just mm -hmm. goes to show that not everyone is, um, you know, anal retentive for lack of a better word ab about this topic, that some mm -hmm. people understand that, that even couples who are really strong in their faith sometimes just need or want a product like this. And there's nothing in scripture that forbids a battery powered orgasm. There's just right. not. And sometimes women do need a little bit of help. Sometimes men need a little bit of help. We're going to be talking about high desire women in a future show. And, and Corey and I were talking about how, yeah, sometimes it just kind of levels the playing field that, um, you know, that it just takes the weirdness out of, 
how often a man can experience orgasm and how infrequently sometimes women do or vice versa as men age and they start slowing down and the woman is really getting into her peak. Sometimes a product like this in the marriage bed can, can kind of take the pressure off a guy's shoulders type of a thing. So I, I see all kinds of benefits to it, but I do want to acknowledge that some people listening have a problem with this. And so my response to that is we, we so honor your feelings about that. If you don't need one or you don't want one, then don't have one. Mm -hmm. But I just can't say across the board that no one should. I, I just don't think that that's a healthy, I think that anyone who wants it or needs it should have access to it without the pornography. Uh, but those who don't feel the need or desire, more power to you. Just go all natural. It's kind of like the difference between uh, having drugs during childbirth or going natural childbirth. It's a matter of personal preference, whatever and, floats your boat. And Shannon, I, I want to add to that comment because I think it's important to state that the people that are, that are listening, that are like, Oh, I'm really uncomfortable with this. You know, this, this, this just doesn't feel mm -hmm. right. I would, I would challenge each of each person to just explore where's that coming from? You know, what's, what's the reaction? Because Liel, I could, I could hear in, in your story of, how how common that is of being raised in a house where it's either the unspoken message of don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And now you say, I do. So, hey, have fun and right. good luck with everything working right from the, <laughs> from the get go. Or it's the other side of it where it's it's a spoken, you know, I mean, it, it, those messages can come across so guilt laden and shame driven. When, it, when you're talking about sex with, you know, to, a, to a, a kid as they're growing up, that it's like our reactions come from someplace we don't even realize it. That it's like, wow, I don't, you know, because this is, Shannon, you and I have talked about this before of, you know, think back to the time when you first learned of French kissing and how many of us were like, oh, I can't wait to do that. But somebody. yet others of us were like, yeah, it's gross. like, that is the grossest thing, in their mouth. right? And, and then, <laughs> and then add to it, the whole idea of oral sex. Oh boy. I can't wait to do that. You know, it's like, that's the grossest thing I've ever heard of. Why? Well, I'm never doing that. Yeah. Life. Yeah. You know what, you know what goes on down there? There's no way I'm going down there, you know? And, but you know, we have these reactions to things. And then, and then you get into a married life and you get into sex with somebody. And then we start getting into our own hangups of, no, no, I'm not comfortable with that. No, no, we can't talk about that. And I think one of the goals that Sexy Marriage Radio has is we want to open up the conversations and make you a little bit uncomfortable and make you realize, wait, why, why is this the way it is with me and my marriage? And maybe I do want a place that I could explore this or at least in layout. That's one thing I love about your, your site is it's a place I could shop and, and, and not feel dirty. Right. Well, you well, look like your integrity. Is yeah. Not, not feel in inappropriately question. dirty. Let's put it that right. way because sometimes <laughs> maybe you do want to feel a little dirty, but, it, <laughs> it, but it's just that, okay. How, you know, cause I think of the times where if I've ever thought, man, I would love to go explore that, but to go do that, I would, need to take a shower after I left some, some store just because it'd mm -hmm. be, that's just anything goes. And that's not what we're about, right? It's, I mean, sexy marriage radio is not just anything goes, Hey, have, have a blast. Cause it's all within the confines of the covenant of marriage. And, and that's what we want to propose. And so I would encourage people that are kind of struggling with, I don't know about this show. You know, I don't know about the, you guys are proposing adding toys to my love life. Well, yes, we are. 
<laughs> and and that's fine to explore it. And if you don't want to, that's fine too, because it's really what goes on between the two of you is what matters. Yep. Chew up the meat and spit out the bones. Right. If this is not a show that floats your boat, don't totally throw the baby out with the bathwater. Uh, but let's talk about how a couple can discern if a marital aid is right for them. Because as we've acknowledged, they're not right for everyone. Right. But there may be some couples that, you know, maybe he's on the fence or she's on the fence, or maybe one of them is like, I totally want to do this. And the other one has reservations or, you know, lay out what kind of advice do you give couples who are kind of wrestling with the issue of, is it right? Is it wrong? Is it going to be good for me? Is it going to be bad for me? Well, this would especially go to husbands. If you are really excited about this and you know your wife is going to hate it and you go place a $200 order for a bunch of stuff, they're probably going to end up in the trash, just like the first stuff my husband got me. <laughs> um, you can't force something that somebody's not comfortable with. So you really need to, um, you know, if you're feeling really excited, you want to try something new, I would recommend that you um, go order a massage candle and a romantic game from a site that has nothing to do with sex. Right. And give that to your spouse. And then if they enjoy a nice, melty, you know, a nice warm massage and they like this, then um, you really have to, you have to take the journey together. Both people have to be comfortable with it. So you're and saying kind of ease into it. Yes, exactly. Sometimes I'll have a husband say, um, can I return everything? And you know, I'm like, oh, wow. you didn't ask your wife, did you? No. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, so, um, but you know, most, I have 50-50 men and women who order from the site. It's not just men. But um, I'm just saying, you know, ease into it. Don't get something scary or whatever. And if you want to <laughs> order... I don't sell scary things really, but still. I was going to say, I don't remember <coughs> vibrators with a kickstand or anything. No, 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 no. But, but you know, there's like, little, what also we try not to sell anything that's even shaped after body parts. I mean, everything is as um, generic as yeah. possible. Right. Yes. Okay. And so, but you know, if you get some, like I said, rose petals, massage oil, a game, and then stick in an, an egg or a vibrating bullet, those are very, um, unthreatening, tiny. They're meant to be used during intercourse. They're just totally out of the way. You don't even think about them. They're quiet. Um, that's how I would recommend beginning. And and also the thing that I love about eggs is that it's it's kind of a, a gender neutral thing. I mean, it, it can be just as titillating and pleasurable for a man to be massaged with something like that than it is for a woman. So it's something that they can truly share. Um, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which that may sound weird to share a sex toy, but I think that that's what you're encouraging couples to do is that in in your own marriage bed, this is something that you can both enjoy and share together and that it's not a replacement for. I think I think that a lot of people have associated vibrators, and dildos and things like that with masturbation. Uh, that's what people use instead of a spouse. But what it, you guys are promoting is that, no, it's not either or. It's both and. The, the, these are products that you can use together to to just make things more interesting between the two of you. Am I right? Exactly. In fact, our two biggest sellers are the eggs because they um, sit on the woman's clitoris during um, intercourse. You don't know they're there. They're just... They give her a really good uh, orgasm, and they actually enhance the man's, too, because he can feel the extra vibration. Mm -hmm. The other thing we sell the most of is a Wee Vibe, which is actually like a C-shaped toy that just fits right against um, the G-spot and other pleasure points, and it's worn during intercourse. So, yeah, the focus of our toys is couples' toys, 
And so we basically, have, it, basically, it turns her squeeze box into a vibrating squeeze box. Exactly. Yeah. So it's more pleasurable for both. And we also have rings that the man wear that um, helps him have a longer, harder um, erection. It gives him a more pleasurable orgasm um, while it's also, you know, vibrating um, against the wife. So they're definitely couples toys. Awesome. Corey, have, can you think of couples that you have counseled uh, that have overcome their inhibitions about these products or, you know, like, how would you help a couple discern whether this is something that they need to explore or not? Well, I'm sorry. I was just ordering a couple of things while you guys were talking. <laughs> no. Um, well, I, I think it's, <laughs> the, the, yeah, there's, there's people I can think of that I've worked with that, you know, we all have limitations when it comes to our life and for sure when it comes to our sex life. We all have things that are kind of barriers. And typically, kind of when you think of just one of the designs of marriage, that, you know, my limitations are different than my wife's. And so I'll be comfortable with something she won't be. And so she's then kind of put on the spot of, wow, do we do this or not? Then, then we flip that, that she'll be comfortable with something and I'm not. And so it's like, wow. And that could be on any kind of topic there is. So mm -hmm. this is just another example in my book of this is just opportunities to grow. This is opportunities to be more alive, more present in your own life and the way you want to design it. And sex is a great language into how we do life and how we explore life and how we do that with another person. And so if you're willing to take the courageous step of at least examining, am I comfortable with this or not? And maybe I'm comfortable with this because it's not necessarily for my partner's pleasure. It's for mine. And that's kind of a huge growth step because it's kind or of vice versa. Right. And, but I'm just thinking of, you could have the typical scenario that plays out where sex is routine because one partner's just not into it. Cause she, and I'll be stereotypical here. It's just not getting anything out of it. And she all of a sudden starts to acknowledge and grab a hold of her own sexuality and say, you know what? I want something out of this too. And so I'm going to start taking steps to do so. That could be a tremendous growing up right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just because she's and, kind of, you know, growing into her own sexual essence. And that's, in, in, in time, the husband's going to really like that. At, at first, it could be very, very threatening because, you know, a woman fully turned on can be kind of intimidating at times. And we'll maybe talk about that in a future show. But it's the idea of, no, this is just a, a chance to explore and live life the way I want to design it. And, and I get a chance to do that with a person I love. And so if I'm willing, you know, I'll speak for couples that I can think of, if I'm willing to explore that and, and have conversations with that, and that's what I've loved about sexy marriage radio is that we've opened up dialogues for couples. And so if you're willing to have this conversation, you're already further down the road. Mm-hmm. Well, I think of, of a couple of different women who've been a part of my coaching practice over the past decade. There was one that she didn't marry until later in life. And, and she did use a, a, a marital aid for the purpose of masturbation prior to marriage because she didn't want to act out sexually with someone. It's, in her mind, it was to help her control her temptation levels. But then when she got married, she felt like she should throw that away. And she did. Well, but then her husband wasn't able to really... Um, bring her across that finish line like she wanted. And it was just a major source of tension and frustration. And he made the recommendation. 
why don't you explore the option of a sex toy? But she had so associated that with an individual activity, with a masturbatory activity, and it was hard for her to change her mind about it being something that she actually shared with her husband because she was actually quite embarrassed about the fact that that would, was something that she had resorted to. But finally, she she gave in and she enjoyed it for a while. And it was such a journey, interesting journey to watch. Uh, after a while, she got involved with this group of women who were you know, very anti sex toy bandwagon type of a thing. And so she threw it away again. And that tension just rose back up in that marriage. And finally, after about six months of feeling sexually frustrated, she brings it back up again. And her husband says to her, look, I don't care whether you have one or you don't have one. But if you need one, I want you to throw out the guilt. Don't throw out the right. vibrator. Right. And so oh, she, smart. yeah, she finally just got to a place where instead of throwing out you know, all the benefits of it, she was just going to throw out the guilt. And I applauded her. It's like, okay, well, it sounds like your journey has come full circle and now you're just at peace with it. So it's what we associate it with. It's right. so important. And there was another client who told me one time that she had always felt a freedom in her marriage bed to have a vibrator because when she was like 12 or 13, she was looking through her mother's lingerie drawer to find something and she saw her mother's vibrator. And she said, my mother never told me anything about sex. It was never spoken. There was never anything spoken. But the fact that I knew that she had a vibrator spoke volumes to me, kind of like actions speak louder than words type of thing that she just thought if my mom can have the freedom of having one of those, I can have the freedom of having one of those. And so let's speak with this, uh, this just take another minute or so to speak to the fear of, but what if our children find it? Because I know that that probably holds a lot of women back from ordering something like this. What if our kids find it? Lael, what do you say to that woman? <laughs> Well, there's a lot of, there's uh, locking tissue boxes, pillows, um, decorative boxes. There's all uh, sorts of products available on our site and other places that are either uh, lockable or they're disguised as other products. And um, there's also a lot of toys that are actually designed now to, you really can't tell what they are. The toy themselves is disguised. Some are decorative items, some are... Um, and like you said, you know what? Is it really the end of the world if your kids find it? You know, right. it's you can just explain, oh, that's that's private stuff for, that mommy and daddy use for fun. You know, fun with each yeah. other or whatever. And, and in my personal be really natural is, about it. Yeah. Right. If if we can be successful hiding the Godiva chocolate from our mm -hmm. kids and only handing them the M&Ms, then surely we can be successful hiding the sex toys. It it really doesn't take a rocket scientist to find a place discreet enough that your kids won't find it. Personally, and, we have a locking briefcase under our bed. I mean, there it's you not go. So <laughs> and yeah. only you know the code. Exactly. There you go. Well, we are really excited to announce that Covenant Spice is actually going to be an ongoing sponsor of Sexy Marriage Radio. And so, Lael, tell them about the discount that you're offering to listeners if they go on your website and place an order. Yeah, if you go to our site and place an order just for Sexy Marriage listeners, if you use code RADIO in the coupon box, it will take... 10% off of your order total. Awesome. And you know, I just one more thing I want to throw in there. If you are nervous about uh, starting out with something like toys, there are so many easier, um, smaller steps. There's um, post-it notes that say, my favorite thing to do is you. You know, I mean, there's fun little, <laughs> it's, they're like tear off post-it notes. You can stick them in an underwear drawer or in somebody's lunch mm -hmm. bag. There's little, um, there's a book of text messages you can send. If you can't come up with racy ideas, you know, there's little uh, messages to send to your spouse. There's, there's so many fun little things 
that don't just happen in bed, but still keep things alive and people looking forward to the evening together. And, um, you know, there's, yeah. And just that, to raise that energy level. Right. I love exactly. it. And, it, and love it's it. also taking the idea that it's not just what happens in the bed. It's, right. it's, the, it's the dynamic between you. It's just enhancing and spicing up marriage. Yeah. And exactly. sit down together to look at the website. If, if you don't want mm. to run the risk of rejection that you've ordered a whole box of sex toys and your spouse freaks <laughs> out, sit down together and yeah. look at the website and navigate what do you both feel comfortable with and, and just start there. Yep. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. And Corey, uh, what's your little blurb wherever you are? We hope it involves a lot of sex. <laughs> yeah. Well, th thanks for taking the time out. And whatever you're doing and wherever you are, we hope that it leads to sex for you. That's great. And if this doesn't it open up some opportunities and ideas, I don't know what else we can do, Shannon. I mean, we can't be much more blunt, can we, than say, hey, head to covenantspice.com. But if you don't need them, enjoy Absolutely. your all-natural sex. Absolutely. Enjoy it to the fullest. Well, thank you for taking the time to watch, to listen to us, and we will see you next time.